Welcome back to Should I Bother? Should I Bother? I'm Stephanie. And I'm Gary. And we're co-hosts. Of the same show called Should I Bother? Should I Bother? You should have captured within the first few sentences. What do we do on this podcast, Gary? On this podcast, we investigate. We put on our thinking caps. Yes. And we look into something new every single week. Yes, we do. Whether that be hobbies, trends, we cover it all. And we let you know if you you should bother. bother. (laughs) We fucking botched that one. They get the point. Today we're talking all about... Love languages. Hello. Hello. Hello there to you. Not you, Gary. To you. Whoever's ears we're in right now. How many languages do you speak? One. I was going to say none. One, English. Mm. <laughs> you? Uh, one as well, yeah. And we struggle with that. Painfully, just one. <laughs> yeah. Try to learn Dutch, try to learn Spanish. It hasn't really worked. Did Like, we could speak Irish for a brief moment in time. I think you could probably speak Irish. I, I yeah, I could. Too well. Mm. Are you good with languages? Not really. I don't. I wouldn't say I have the mind for it, but... It's more so I just don't really have the interest in it. Mm. I'm not someone who's like, oh my God, that's so cool. I'll learn a language or I want to learn Spanish because I've just always said that. And I feel like that's like a real basic bitch kind of thing that everyone wants to learn Spanish. Do they? I think so. If you want to learn Spanish, let us know because I have a sneaking suspicion that it's a basic bitch Mm. personality trait that it's like, oh, learning Spanish on Duolingo. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm learning Spanish and Duolingo, so I am. Yeah. But, yeah, we're not talking about actual languages no, today. we're talking about made-up love languages. Made-up love, love languages. Um, by Gary. Huh? huh? Made-up by Gary. But Gary Chapman, not yeah, Gary Gillick. Yeah, Chapstick. And do you want to hear some of the weird news of the week? I'd love to. Oh, my God. That's a nice little surprise that you have for me there. Yeah. So, apparently, Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg are going to have a cage fight. Did you hear about that? I, I saw something in passing about it, but I didn't look into it because they're both robots, I think. Are they? <laughs> or Martians. Is, yeah. It could be the Martian versus the robot. I don't know. What uh, about this one? You're well, going to love this. Get a load of this. Get a load of this one. Woman who is declared dead knocks on her coffin at her funeral. Ew. Hate that. Hate that as well. But like in this day and age, how can you mistake someone for being dead? I just don't understand that. In this day and age. This day and age, had she no pulse? Like maybe she was briefly dead. Mm. Maybe like she just, her pulse stopped for like the fucking 30 seconds that they checked. But then it came on (laughs) again straight away. So they just didn't check again. We're like, well, she's gone. 30 seconds, that's it. You know, 30 second rule. (laughs) But like they wouldn't check more than once probably. In real life, they'd be like, like you know, in movies, they're like, no. Yeah. And why, they only check for like five like, seconds. In real life, and then you're like, oh, in real life, like in movies, like in the <laughs> completely <laughs> different things. I don't know. Well, how are you getting on this week outside of these stupid headlines? <laughs> I'm getting on grand. Nothing as eventful as, as those headlines. No. I've got the red devil in my belly. Right. Not a Man United reference. No. Just. It, it sounded uh, like The painters a, are in. You're riding the crimson wave. Yeah, that's a good one. And yeah. Flo is in town. And Flo is in hey, town. Hey, and Flo. Hey. So if I'm a bitch to you yeah which sometimes I am so if I'm more bitchy to you mm. than usual just fucking don't say anything and move on okay yeah okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
just leave me off is what yeah. I'm saying just let me do and say whatever I want because I can get away with it it's kind of like when you say that's my love language and I have to just accept it yeah that's like are we getting into our musings and schmusings okay only if we can if we can sing it sing it in let's go Musin' and schmusin'. You were supposed to do harmony. I didn't know what the the tune was going to be. Oh, you should just pick it up. Okay. Musin' and schmusin'. Not bad. Uh, we could do better. Yeah, we wouldn't be the best singers. No. You'd be better than me, but still not great. There's, what? I'm better than you. <laughs> yeah. Look, we'll try again next week. Okay. As always next week. Let's get into our, our thoughts and feelings. My main fucking thought around this, right, is that why are you cursing? So why why so aggressive? Because I know your attitude is right. Every love language that isn't yours is bullshit. What's my one? Physical touch. Don't know about that. Do you not? No. Oh, but I think you're always like, oh, that's so convenient that it's your love language. It's like, well, I didn't fucking make them up. I'm not Gary Chapman himself. I, um, I've revised my love language. Okay. I want it to be gift giving. You want it to be gift giving? No, so, sorry. So it you is give me gifts. The universe has given me the love language of gift giving. You're going to start giving me gifts? No, no, no. My love language is gift giving. So you need to start giving me gifts. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about this whole love language thing. So I I did read the book. Did you? Like about five or six years ago, whenever we first moved to Amsterdam. Jeez, I didn't know you read the book. I read the book. Well, I listened to it on Audible. <laughs> okay, so can you right. say I read the book? Because I know people do. And then it's like, well, you didn't read it. You listened to it. Yeah, but you definitely didn't. Like, I did, though. If you're listening to a book on Audible. Yeah. You're not digesting the whole book. No, that's true. You're just listening to it like a podcast. You're zoning out. Yeah. I did kind of believe it. It was my first time hearing about it all. So I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. There wasn't that much about it. Yeah. So now I feel like everything's a bit saturated with love languages and whatever. Right. But at the time, I don't, I don't really remember a huge amount from it, except the fact that there was religious undertones. So... That was the only thing that made me feel like it was less scientific and more religious. Right. But other than that, I I don't, yeah, I don't really know how I feel about it. What about you? I don't, the only exposure I have to this, other than occasionally seeing it online, is just through you saying it. So I don't really know too much about it. I kind of thought, yeah, it's it's a book. It's a a well-selling book. And like today, obviously, we're going to talk about what are they? How do you put them into practice? Is there any science behind them? Are they legit? Yeah. And then we're going to try out and do a quiz mm-hmm. to find out which love language we have each. Yeah. And then practice that over the week. Put it into practice. Put it into yeah. practice. If we were to really pay attention to them, how is it going to go? But I don't really, I don't know much about it. I just, in my head, I'm like, is this something that psychologists stand behind, therapists stand mm. behind? Does it come from studies? Or is it just something that somebody made up and it turned into a bestseller and now everyone talks about it like it's fact? I don't yeah. know. Uh, yeah, that's the thing. I think everyone everyone does accept it as a fact, don't they? Well, I just, I've heard, oh, this is my love language. And I yeah. feel like it's just this thing that someone else has seen, someone mm. else saying on social media, and then they just copy what that person says. And then we just do this whole loop all the time of everyone saying what everyone else is saying. Yeah, and I think it's, it's a very 
easy and digestible thing. So I think that works in its favor that it's very straightforward. Yeah. It's just easy to learn and like it's kind of fun to be like, which one am I? Like, so I think that's why <laughs> so many people grab onto it. So that kind of way. Yeah. Okay. It's just kind of easy. But like, I feel like I know what your attitude is and it's going to be. Go on. By what? the end of it. What I, do you I think my think attitude is? You're going to be a bit like, mm, bullshit. My instant reaction for most things we try is, mm, is this bullshit? <laughs> yeah. But I, I don't know. I don't know anything about this. Well, I hope you know something because you were supposed to have done research. Well, for yeah. This. Prior, I mean, I write these notes before I, I know, started yeah, research. So I, 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 I'm genuinely curious. Like, where does this come from? Whatever. I actually am as well. Mm. Let's get into the research and we can chat about it. Okay, serious face. Let's do <laughs> Sorry, that. Sorry, I got so serious. You're so serious. There. We're not fucking like in a library. I don't know why that. I felt like a college professor there. Did you? Okay, let's get into our research and we shall digest. Okay, and then I'll see you all in the uh, tutorial with your thesis after. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Can you tell I didn't go to class? Such college. a shit professor, personally. <laughs> okay. What are we talking about exactly? We are talking about The Five Love Languages, which mm. is a book from 1992 by Gary Chapman. Yeah. The Five Love Languages, How to Express Heartfelt Contentment. He says that each of these languages is enjoyed to some degree by all people, but people usually have one primary language. Okay. So everyone enjoys all of them a little bit, mm. but there's one that really makes you feel loved and like you're giving love. But they can be individually ranked. So you can figure out what's your top priority and then down. And then you should share that with your partner. Right. Okay. So the five love love languages are, number one, words of affirmation. So when this is someone's primary love language, they enjoy kind words and encouragement, uplifting quotes. Oh, stupid. Love notes and and cute text messages. Okay, so it's just someone saying, tell me how great I am. Yeah, so you can make this person's day by complimenting them or pointing out what they do well. But why are you like, tell me how great I am? Isn't that what it kind of is, no? Yeah, but is it not kind of just nicely like telling someone how much you love them? You're looking at it in a negative way straight off the bat, aren't you? Well, is, is it not kind of like a, I need to be told <clears throat> if my thing is the affirmation that I'm great for whatever reason? Is that not what kind of, kind of is? No, I don't think it's about because someone could be really secure in themselves. Yeah. But the way that they feel loved by is. another person is by them giving them words of affirmation. Right. So even if they they know how good they are. Someone could bring them like 10 gifts and they're like, meh, don't care. But if that person's like, I see how amazing you are and you're so good at this and you did that really well, that will mean more. Okay. Good to know where your head's at, though. (laughs) Um, The next one, I'm such a little bitch. (laughs) I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I get away with it, though. What a mommy period. (laughs) 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 Okay, the next one, quality time. Yeah. Someone with this love language wants undivided attention. Oh, you're so annoying they with this one. feel loved if you are present and focused on them when you're together. That mm. means putting down the cell phone, yeah. turning off the computer, making eye contact and actively listening. Right. That part's like, yeah, I don't know. Gifts. For someone who uses and responds to this love language, gift giving indicates love and affection. Mm. kind of self-explanatory that's an easy one yeah I always wonder is that one a bit of a red flag 
you know, if you were to start trying to see someone. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Trying to see you start, someone. You start like opening your eyes for once and try to see them. <laughs> start dating someone. If you start dating someone. Yeah, I don't really say dating. No, but If start you start shifting, dating like... someone and they said, yeah, my love language is gift given. Yeah. Isn't that a bit of a, is, is that just kind of like, I'm a bit of a gold digger kind of thing. Is that? But not to someone who's gi- whose language is gift giving as well. Okay. So if that's a bit of a face off there, isn't it? It's kind of like. Oh yeah, me too. You give me gifts and I'll give you gifts. Otherwise, this isn't going to work. Yeah, I don't know. What's in your bank account? You better have enough money to buy me gifts. So this is definitely not either of ours. Gift given, no. D- gift giving. So I, I, it's probably annoying to be like my family or friends because gifts are just not something I think about that much because it doesn't really enter my mind a huge amount. Yeah, it doesn't really, not for me either. Like You're good at giving a gift though when the time comes aren't you i think i i think i i put thought into it yeah <laughs> Whoa, what? what are you laughing at it's not a dig no it's not a dig it's not a dig I, that's not it's not a dig at all but I, I think i i do put thought into it but i i hate having to do that yeah i have to be like right okay i do want to just get everyone a voucher do you know because that's yeah. kind of what i want because i don't really care too much for gifts i just want like yeah you know give me an easy way for me to get whatever I want for myself. But it's a lousy gift to give someone. Yeah, like, I'm just like, oh, that's good because that's what I'd want. Yeah. And like, I've got some incredible gifts in my life. What's the best gift you ever got? Jess brought me in the cold to Disneyland. That's an unbelievable gift. Yeah. And you've got me some really good gifts and my mum and dad and Nicole have all got me amazing gifts. And I've got some really good gifts in right. Santa okay, from my friends You've got as so well. many good gifts. I've got so many good gifts, but like, I just am not a good gift giver. Right. But I, but I think if you, if, if that was your love language and you met someone else with that love language, you wouldn't see it as a red flag at all. I hate when, probably just because it just doesn't matter to me, but when couples have to get each other a gift for every occasion. You know, it's like Valentine's has to be, oh, I got him a new watch. It's yeah. Like, or I, he got me an iPad and a makeup palette. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, like, you picked that out yourself. Girl. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's like, it's like, it can't be Christmas every holiday. Do you know no. what I mean? Like, so when's the last time we got each other gifts? Don't know. We don't really do gifts. We do Christmas, uh, birthday gifts. Birthdays. Yeah. We don't do Christmas, it. Valentine's. We don't even do anniversary. I think we might just, no. we're more of a, Let's, Let's do something do together. Something. Let's have an experience oh, kind of thing. Oh, oh go on. That, that, what, what does that say? Quality time. Mm. Um, There's two more. Acts of service. So doing nice things for your partner to make them feel loved and appreciated. Yeah. So like here it says things like helping with the dishes, running errands, vacuuming. Yeah, all doing all the shit things that you don't want to do yourself. House, house chores. But that's not really how I'd see that one. But anyway, right. I'd see it more like making someone a cup of tea, mm. doing something nice rather than doing your half of the household chores. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just yeah. Like, that's a bit of a cop out. The last one, physical touch. Someone who has this as their love language feels love through physical affection. Not just sex, but holding hands. Touches on the arm, massage, just like cuddling. <laughs> massage. And cuddling. Okay. They simply want to be close to their partner physically. Okay. That's all. So it's those five love languages. Those and you, are the five. Like you said, then it's, you need all of them. Yeah. But one of them is going to be most important to you. Yeah, okay. exactly. So, and these are the way that you receive and give love. 
Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So whatever is most important to you, like if it's physical touch, it's how someone shows you they love you, but it's probably how you show someone you love them. Right. As well. Okay. Now, for you. Do you have anything... <laughs> now, for you. Do you have anything on the guy Gary Chapman? No. Do you? Okay. No. Other than you said you think he's quite religious and he was like a pastor. A pastor. Yeah. Mm, that's and he worked. Why. Yeah, he was he was a pastor and he worked with like couples before they got married and stuff. So the way you're supposed to do like marriage courses with the church when you're getting married in the church. Are you? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, you have to do like marriage counselling. Before you get married. Yeah, as far as I know, but like with someone who's never been married. Yeah, that's kind of stupid, isn't it? I mean, like what was... I think he was married though. He was obviously a different religion to in Ireland. Yeah, be weird if there's a celibate priest telling you how to get on as a couple. But that's what happens in Ireland. Is it? That's yeah. the weirdest person ever to get advice from. I know. Does sure. everyone not just walk out being like, what do you know? Like, Well, it's like when we used to get sex talks from a nun. Yeah. In secondary school. Hate that. <laughs> so stupid. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Did you never be like, how do you know? <laughs> no, imagine. <laughs> She wouldn't have taken kindly to that now. No, do you think she would have She would have hit you, like back in the day? No, no, she was only a little... She was all talk. She was all fucking talk. <laughs> so that's what the five love languages are. Yeah, a little bit about how they work. So this right. is from an article on verywellmind.com. Oh, yeah. So it's getting you into the mindset of how you can make your partner feel loved. So I like that. It creates empathy. So it's like you're learning what their experience is and learn how to empathize with them based off like what makes them feel good. Yeah. And it aids personal growth. Oh. A, a good thing to mention here is according to Chapman, love languages can also apply also apply to relationships outside of romantic relationships. So between parents and children, co-workers, friends, siblings, it's not just in a romantic relationship. So like if your child's primary love language is words of affirmation, then you need to kind of say things to them to like lift them up to be like, oh, you should be so proud of yourself. I love you. You did amazing. Mm. Like constantly giving them praise in a way. Yeah. Okay. Mm. So if you think about it like that, you still think it's, it's a load of shit. If you you think it's a child. Oh, well. And not just me. I thought the response to children was just tell them that they're not good enough and they need to try harder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what about what about Timmy that's in your class? He's much better than you. <laughs> yeah. Why can't you be more like him? Mm, I saw mm. you in that race against Sarah. She's so much faster. <laughs> Hit the oh. track, kid. Oh, imagine. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's not that I think it's a load of shit. It's just I just wonder how, how valid it all is. Any of it is. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Which is exactly what I looked into. <gasps> oh, da-da-da-na. go on, tell on. Da-na-na-na-n. Here comes the debunker. <laughs> so, um, I found an article. Are love languages actually legit? <laughs> Here's what therapists have to say. EliteDaily.com. Now, EliteDaily.com is a nice looking website. Yeah. Before I looked into the article, I clicked on their menu. Top okay. of the list. Astrology and horoscopes, followed by dating, entertainment and fashion. Okay. Not a website I'd usually be on, but no. I kind of guess they're going to be a bit more biased towards... That they do work. Yeah. Uh, the girl who was writing it, woman, I suppose, not not like <laughs> Joanne, age 12. She said, 
One of the things I always want to know when I'm dating someone is what they consider to be their love language. Right. So she always starts off a relationship with this. At the same time, I want them to know what my love language is, giving and receiving gifts for anyone taking notes. Mm. Okay. Do you know what it it just made me think of there, though? That like it does show some level of self-awareness. Someone has had to think a little bit about themselves and like what works for them. Yeah, in my head, it's like someone's just seen love languages online and then they're like, oh, I'll do this quiz and it'll tell me who I am. And yeah, then true, it, actually. They just sort of make their, you know, personality around that in a way. Yeah, that is very true. But I don't know if that's the case. That's just mm. my impression. Maybe it's a bit too pessimistic, skeptical. I don't know. No, but both could be true. Like yeah. Someone could actually really be reflecting on themselves and see what works. Yeah. Someone else might just be like, oh, I like that one the best. So that's it. Yeah. I like getting gifts. So I'll pick that one. <laughs> I, I love not having to buy stuff for myself. So yeah. I like getting gifts. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, she reached out to Anita Chilapala. Okay. Great second name. Mm. Licensed marriage and family therapist and then a sex therapist, Dr. Stefani Threadgill. Oh my God, that's Sounds a like made-up name, doesn't it? Yeah. I am Stefani Threadgill. <laughs> I think. I'm a sex therapist. Yeah, yeah. That's my job. <laughs> anyway, they both agree that, yeah, these love languages are real and they really do work. Okay. So it was very much biased towards the... Yeah. This, this works. They Like, she reached out to people... That believe in it. Yeah. I'd say the people that were like, nah, bullshit. She was like, oh, not in my article. On to the next. On to the next. Yeah. Gift giving will be a thing. Yeah. So she said it comes up, the the two therapists say love languages often come up in their sessions and they're a really good tool for understanding how each person feels and gives affection differently. Mm. So it's really good for kind of how you kind of build the relationships. Also said it's a really good way of identifying deficits in the relationship. Oh, what does that mean? So, ooh, a deficit's big word. So, basically, <laughs> one partner might say that their love language is physical touch. Yeah. As a consequence of a lack of touch and sex in the relationship. Oh. And also, uh, Chilapala, she says check in with each other about love languages annually because they can change. Yeah. Based on what's potentially being neglected in the relationship. That's interesting. Yeah, which I didn't think It's like think looking of at it from a different way. It's mm. like you don't get enough of that. So it's actually what you're craving. Exactly. Oh, right. So the whole article was all very biased around, yeah, it's great, it's great. And Yeah, but I like that now, I looking at it was, from a different perspective. That was a good little wigget, wigget of nuzdom. <laughs> I honestly did mean to say nugget of wisdom. <laughs> did you really? Yeah, and then I noticed myself going to say wigget and I said, you know what, I'm just going to go with it. Wicked of Nuzdom. A Wicked of Nuzdom. Wicked just reminds me of our, our friends from Spain. Yeah. Wiggy and her dog, Catano Ray. Catano Ray. And when we say friends, it's a woman that we met in a bar once. <laughs> <laughs> and one of them is a dog, so they're definitely not our friends. <laughs> yeah. What a name though, Wiggy. I'm Wiggy. And I'm this Wiggy. is Catano Ray. Catano Ray. The Gypsy King. <laughs> the gypsy king. <laughs> and she just stole someone's dog and was yeah. like oh I saved him <laughs> yeah like, I don't know girl don't know if you saved him I think you that's theft <laughs> you abducted that dog yeah you abducted he's, the he's dog kidnapped and right named now. him after the gypsy king <laughs> alright alright Wiggy and your name's Wiggy and you expect <laughs> us to believe this what's Wiggy even short for do love languages actually matter 
psychologists weigh in. Oh, mm. psychologists. Yeah. So this is from Mike.com. So there's a woman called Tracy. Okay. Is um, she a psychologist? No, she's a journalist, I suppose. Right. Author, author of this article. So. Oh, okay. She had a long term boyfriend who wanted her to read the book. And she thought this book is a load of bullshit. So yes. she never read it. Okay. Then her relationship ended and she wondered, if I read the book, would I still be in a relationship? Uh, okay. So she asked a psychologist or a couple of psychologists. She mentions two different people in this article. One of them is Stefani Gorlick. Gonna guess is it not just Stephanie? Well, it's S-T-E-F-A-N-I. Oh, yeah. I said Stefani. Yes. Yeah, I think Stephanie. I'm just thinking of Gwen. Gwen Stefani. Gwen Stefani, yeah. All right, Steph- Gwen Stefani. <laughs> so anyway... Uh, Stefani Gorlick, Detroit-based mm. psychotherapist, said, I don't consider it to be evidence-based yeah. as a practice, but I do find it as a very useful tool to to work with my couples on. It definitely would just make things easy. It's yeah. just a very accessible, easy kind of... It's an easy concept to get your head around. Yeah, anyone can understand it. Like, you can turn it into a quick Instagram reel. It's just like even the dumbest among us can get can understand it. Yeah. You know? I wonder should we have called this podcast The Dumbest Among Us? Oh my god. That's actually a great name, that. isn't it? Yeah. The Dumbest Among Us. The Dumbest Among Us. Maybe we could do something with that. Oh, we the have to do something else us. with that. Yeah. Okay, trademark. Trademark. The uh, Dumbest Among Us TM. You heard it here a, first. That, that's a verbal contract in the state of Malacca, Malaysia. Anyway, Gorlick. Gorlick. I'm Gary Gorlick. They said <laughs> eight times out of ten, whatever the issues the couples have, yeah. comes down to a misalignment between how they give and receive love. Okay. So the love languages is just a good framework to help them kind of communicate. Just to understand it. Yeah. Hmm. So they said their approach to communication wasn't based on any clinical research. Okay. So that's actually good to know. But yeah. there has been some research done because it's so popular. Okay, so after the book was released yeah. and was a bestseller and all that, now they've kind of studied it a little bit. Yeah. So there was a pastor who worked for 30 years and was like, oh, I think I have it all figured out. Yeah. And he wrote a book and it got really popular because, like we said, it's really easy to get your head around the concept. Yeah. And like you said, make an Instagram reel. Don't know how that fit in, but anyway. <laughs> I just mean that anyone can turn it into an Instagram reel and then make it even more accessible to the dumbest among us. The dumbest among <laughs> us, TM. So there was a 2000 study and it said it could be a more effective framework than other communication frameworks. Okay. Small study. Mm. Then there was a 2017 study that said that's true, but only if both partners are able to change their behavior. Okay. So you need to be willing to kind of change for the relationship. Yeah, because it's not going to be much use if one person is gift giving and the other person is like quality time. Mm. And it's like, okay, like you have to be willing to be like, so I'll change. Yeah. And start doing giving gifts and yeah, yeah, get you. Exactly. So out of those two articles, there was basically therapists. Therapists and psychologists seem to be all behind it. From what I'm picking up now, right. you're kind of saying, they're like, yeah, it's grand. Well, I, I think they're like what everyone seems to say is there isn't much, much research behind this. Yeah. There isn't much science behind it. But no harm. But no harm. Therapists seem to be like, look, I use it as a framework and it makes communication easier. Yeah. So that's that's kind of it. Yeah. Get that. The final thing I read then, is there science behind the five love languages? 
Okay. So this is by the Greater Good magazine, which is a science mag from Berkeley University. Oh, nice. I trust that instantly. 100%. That's like a... Everyone in the world kind of know. Nah. No, a lot Berkeley. of people know Berkeley. Yeah. They start off saying, and they, they kind of uh, take the very scientific approach here and say, this, <laughs> this is bullshit. <laughs> That's so scientific. Yeah. but to, <laughs> bullshit like So they this. say, look, <laughs> nah, there's a lot of bullshit. As Einstein would say. <laughs> so there's little evidence mm. to support the idea that love languages are a thing. Yeah. Or that they do much of anything to help improve relationships. Mm. So they said research is inconclusive and the balance sways more towards refuting rather than endorsing the concept of love languages. Yeah, and the thing as well is, uh, how do you even test it? That's the thing. That would be very difficult to test. They tried to test it, or not they, but, you know, scientists have tried to test it. The first thing they start with is and I'm I'm assuming because we've got a quiz to do today. Yeah. Is it from five languages dot com? No, because that's too long. Apparently millions of people have filled that one in. And that's like the associated with the book and whatever. Yeah. But they have no published findings on how reliable or valid that, that measure is. actually is. So they've mm. collected loads of data, but they haven't published it. Mm. So the science community are like mm. All that data must be worth so much money Like Maybe yeah Millions of people have done it Billions Sell it billions. to science Yeah I don't I don't really know But they're kind of like Ah oh, okay Maybe mm. it's not valid Okay Scientists then tried to Create their own quiz basically mm. Then they found that there's probably More likely to be six love languages But oh. then it also found it difficult to match the students' responses to one of the five love languages already in there. So they're kind of like, they're, it doesn't, everything doesn't neatly fit into these five things. Yeah, so everyone was, is different. Everyone's kind of different. So yeah, they, there's maybe a sixth one. And then they found it hard to match things with the affirmation and the quality time kind of brackets. Yeah, like they're so vague as well, in a yeah. way. And also, like they're doing it with undergraduate students, like... The way you're, you give and receive love is going to be so different yeah, true. to like someone, a married couple with kids in their 40s. Because mm. then you'd be like, just do things for me. You probably just want a load of acts of service yeah. to feel like, right, you love me, we're partners. Yeah. Whereas if you're like a teenager, like basically, or like 19, you're probably like, yeah, give me gifts. Like, or <laughs> just like hang out with me. Yeah. You know that kind of way. That's the way I would have been. Anyway, I'd be like, just buy me cans <laughs> just buy me five cans and a goujons and chips yeah and then hang out with me yeah like easily pleased i know but do you get what i mean yeah it, it definitely changes so much based on your stage of life mm. so i don't know about studying them yeah true I, I don't know if all of them were on undergraduate students either. Yeah, well, I just don't accept any of that that's okay that's completely <laughs> fine the other thing they say as well so there's a big premise in the love languages. Okay. That couples who have the same love language. Yeah. Apparently are more satisfied than those who don't. Yeah. And they did three studies, including one that included that actual love language quiz from yeah. your man Chapman. They found that there's no correlation there at all. If oh. you have the matching love languages. Then there was a more recent study that okay. found the partners who have a matching love language actually do have more sexual satisfaction and just a better relationship than those who are unmatched or mismatched. What I got from all of my research around is this legit or not is that therapists think it's a good tool. 
Yeah. And their job as like relationship therapists and everything is to improve couples communication and make sure that they get on better essentially Mm. they seem to stand behind it and say yeah this is a useful tool but they're not standing behind it in the way being like this is a scientific kind of foolproof thing it's like it's useful yeah it's nice exactly yeah I suppose at the end of the day, if it makes people's relationships better, yeah, then it doesn't really matter if it's scientific or not. No, they're that's, just that's the it, thing. If people want to be delusional, like just leave them off. Just leave them <laughs> off. That's always your answer. <laughs> um, there was, and I'm not going to get into it. I, I way too much written about it, but there was another woman who was a couples therapist saying about the problem with love languages, mm. and she says really stands behind love languages sees the value in it and it's just about remembering that you're not the same as your partner so you need to just understand things from your partner's perspective that's the whole message yeah that's the only kind of thing you take away from it Mm. what people kind of think a lot of the time is like they need to use it for scorekeeping where it's like oh i I did your love language more than you did mine yeah and you lose the idea of it or you kind of forget that these things can change so Mm. if you're constantly trying to satisfy what a person told you was her love language in the first month or two that's not relevant two years three years into it it's not going to work that's a good point um and that it won't fix underlying issues mm, okay okay mm. i don't know if i'm moving closer to it or further away in terms i'm definitely of moving in it. closer to it yeah i still I, there's still a part of me that's like right it's just it's a kind of a priest that wrote a book that was a bestseller yeah. I think put people put way too much weight into this is my love language and that's who I am and you need to Yeah. You know, that that's the impression that I initially had. Mm. When I hear therapists saying they use it as a communication tool and like we know ourselves from a tenure relationship that trying to understand the other person's side is generally way better for the relationship. So one hundred percent. And it doesn't come easily. No. Because you think differently to the other person. Yeah, I thought you were going to say because I'm annoying. But you are such a pain in the arse. I'm such a pain in the arse. Particularly with love languages. So is everybody on the planet. Mm, Not me How often do I mention love languages? Because you're saying I'm a pain in the arse, particularly with love languages. And the last time I mentioned it. Do you know what we should do for this episode? What? We should have a fight. You know, we have a fight on the podcast and it's recorded forever for us to listen back to. Class. That'd be so good. And then we can figure out where we could have just popped in each other's love language to fix it all. Yeah. Or we could take (laughs) notes on the things that we think the other person did wrong and then have an argument. (laughs) And then just point them out. Yeah. And see if that helps. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, do you want to know what love languages are compatible? Yeah. This sounds very like horoscopes. I know. Yeah. It's from a website called bustle.com. Okay. So they say words of affirmation and quality time go well together because if you're just hanging out with each other, there's more chance that you're going to start saying nice things to each other. Okay. Because you're just hanging out, chatting. Can I ask, is this a journalist sitting down and being like, I think they'll go well together because of my assumption. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. So it's not like... They they didn't test this in a lab. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) They didn't find two people that have these things, put them in a cage together. No, they gave absolutely no examples of that anyway, if that's what they did. Yeah. Okay. But that kind of makes sense. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like, it's yeah, kind of someone sitting down and be like, like mm, I think these things make sense. Yeah. Acts of service and receiving gifts. Yeah, because like you could be doing something that could be an act of service and a gift all in one. Yeah, okay. Like, uh, could, could you not perceive acts of service as all being gifts? 
they're probably closely, but then not really because an act of service could be like just doing the dishwasher. Yeah. So it's not really a gift. My gift to you, you don't have to do it. I'll do it for you. Yeah, but what if it's just like, well, we're supposed to be doing, we're supposed to share the work anyway. Yeah, like let's say we're supposed to share the work 50-50. No relationship is 50-50. Nothing in relationships is 50-50. Okay, we're According joined According to by Brene Brown, sociologist. Relationship therapist Stephanie Byrne joined us today. Quoting Brene Brown. Quoting, <laughs> quoting someone who knows what they're talking about. Yeah. Well, okay, right. Let's forget about the, the percentages. Let's say it's your turn to do this thing and I do that. Or the other way around. Yeah, so that's a, that's a good example of acts of service. Why couldn't that be gift given as well? Where it's like, I don't know. I feel like gift the gift you. giving has to be a physical gift. Yeah, that's that isn't it. just like a complete fucking cop out. Like what you're trying to say. I don't like that one at all. Why would somebody have to give you something physical for you to be happy? But it's, it's just too materialistic. I know, but like, do you accept that other people have different needs to you? No, everyone has to be the same as me. I've told you this. <laughs> You're so annoying. No, like. I'm obviously joking. Yeah, people I are know, different. But I, I just, I can't wrap my head around From that your point of view, that's too materialistic. I yeah. get that because it's like, it feels really shallow to be like, it does. if you give me something, then I'll like you. Then I'll give you my love in return. Yeah. I get that. It's like that day that... You were hung over, so I decided to think of a few things that I wanted you to buy me there recently. <laughs> Remember <laughs> yeah, that? Yeah, I do. You're <laughs> such a dick, like. <laughs> you waited till I was vulnerable, and then you're like, you can buy me these And then things. I was like, I need a new, like, it, what was it? Like a new pen? Yeah. A oh, notebook now, now you're, or something? Now you're turning back. First of all, you're saying, like that day I did this, how gas am I? Yeah. And then you were funny. like, but it was also <laughs> just a pen and little things, everyone. Don't get ahead of yourselves. It was, though. Yeah, it was. It wasn't like, buy me a car and no. I love you forever. <laughs> yeah, if you're doing that. like. <laughs> and the last one they have is physical touch and quality time. The whole idea of what this person's trying to do is out the window for me because there's just nothing behind it. No, there's not. I don't know. There's nothing behind most things that we say at this podcast. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, so uh, that works well together because you could be just chilling out on the couch cuddling together okay so there's physical touch and quality time cool all at once right um, so what, what's the point of all this is it a is it for someone who's reading them being like oh my god i know mine is this and my boyfriend's this so we're happier together yeah or it's for someone to be like oh i don't fit into those three better break up with my husband <laughs> better, <laughs> better disrupt my family's life better file for divorce yeah uh yeah i think that's the point okay nice <laughs> Right, so I think my love language is quality time. Yeah. But I haven't looked into that in in like a few years. I thought it was acts of service. Yeah, sometimes it's like acts of service, quality time. They're the two that are most important to me. Right, okay. So yeah. it's whenever you need oh, things done. Oh, shut the fuck up. You have to stop because you're like, convenient. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, as if physical touch isn't the most convenient one to have. Well, no, I, I think... Gift given or acts of service are definitely the most convenient. I when don't know. You don't I wanna... think the physical touch one is pretty fucking convenient. I don't know. As well. I kind of think when you when you don't want to do something yourself, you're like, oh, today my love language is acts of service. That's so rude of you to say. Is it? Yeah. Or realistic. <laughs> I don't know. 
I don't know. But sometimes, like, like, what am I asking you to do in those situations? Oh, shit things. Like, shit things that I don't want to do myself. Yeah, but what are they? Just so people have an example of how small these things are. Oh, that's the thing. They're the small little shitty things that you don't want to do yourself. Like, clean or... It's never that, because I always want to clean. <sighs> All right. You tell me what they are then, because it sounds sometimes like you've got five like lined up in your head. Sometimes it's like, make me a cup of tea. Right. You've no other examples other than that. Or can you grab me my charger there? Like I asked you the other night while you were standing up two meters from the charger and you were like, (sighs) and I was like, what? You were like, well, I was just about to get into bed. Like, and I was like, yeah, that's why I asked you before you got into bed. We're gonna fight. Are we're we? gonna we another episode we should do is actually therapy. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought you were gonna say just recording us having a fight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just so people know that it's not all fun and games down here. They <laughs> should I bother headquarters? Okay, <laughs> no, it's not. So instead of a game this week, we're doing a love languages quiz. Yes, we're testing what our love languages yeah. are, and we can share this on our page at Should I Bother Pod. If you want to see what your love language is as well and define your whole life personality around it. Yeah. And to see if maybe me and or Gary are more compatible with you. Yeah. Than each other. Then hit us up. <laughs> we'll be on Bumble <laughs> in some other episode. I don't really know how Bumble works. No, we're not going to be on Bumble. Okay. I'm getting well, jealous about a hypothetical why? situation. Yeah. What's wrong with you? Like I don't know. Hormones. Oh, yeah. Okay. Are you ready to go? Yes. I'm going to ask you these questions. Okay. Okay. So... Gary. Stephanie. You have to choose one of these. Okay. It's more meaningful to me when, number Mm -hmm. one, I receive a loving note text for no special reason from my loved one, or when my partner and I hug. A hug? Yeah, obviously. It's more meaningful to me when, one, I can spend time alone with my partner, just the two of us. Two, my partner does something practical to help me out. I'd probably say the first one. So just spending alone time together? Yeah. Okay. It's more meaningful to me when, one, my partner gives me a little gift as a token of our love for each other, or two, I spend uninterrupted leisure time with my partner. Probably two. Yeah, two. (laughs) You just don't want gift giving. Well, it's not even that. I was just thinking, like, when was the last time you gave me a gift, first of all? (laughs) Second of all, if you were to give me a gift... I'd, I think I'd really appreciate it, you yeah. know. But I, I, I can't really think of what I'd want outside of food, you know. Yeah. Like, I was thinking of that pastry that we had recently with the Biscoff. <gasps> oh, my thing God. If you gave me one of them, I'd be fucking chuffed. Yeah, or a little jar of Biscoff spread. That'd be good as well. Mm. At the same time, I'd be like, oh, I can just get this myself, like. I know, yeah, but I suppose the idea is that I thought of you mm. and got you something. Yeah. I don't know. I think it'd but be so... I do so things like that for you quite often. Right. Like not buying you something, but like I might think yeah, like plug in your toothbrush. Yeah. Or charge your phone if I see your phone's dying, something like that. Yeah. And I don't want any praise. (laughs) 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 Or do I? You do. Okay, it's more meaningful to me when my partner unexpectedly does something for me, like filling my car or doing the laundry, or when my partner and I touch. Ah, touch. I'd say sixty percent of the time I notice the things that you do in a way. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, oh, Jesus, my toothbrush is charged. Oh, Jesus, like I have a full drawer of underpants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's more meaningful to me when my partner puts their arm around me when we're in public or when my partner surprises me with a gift. Well, a lot of these questions are similar. Like, it's not like I want you to put your arm around me in public, you know? Why not? You embarrassed me. Yeah, <laughs> I am. I want everyone to think you're my sister. <laughs> 
That's why he always like punched me on the chin, being like, "You're all right, kid. You're okay, kid." <laughs> it's not. Yeah, it's not like I. I'm like, oh, she doesn't have her arm around me in public. She's embarrassed by me, something like that. Yeah. But I would rather we're just holding hands or something, walking than. Yeah, well, again, we hold g- fingers because it's too warm it's here too hot. to hold hands. Yeah, clammy hands. Yeah. If you were to give me a gift, I'd be like, what's this for? Yeah, okay. So why is it something that I'll never use? Why is it a, a kilo of barbed wire? <laughs> or the time I made you a teapot cozy and you didn't use it once. Yeah, middle of summer, like. <laughs> yeah. And the teapot needs to be kept warm. All right. <laughs> we made all of our cups of tea individually back then. Yeah, we did, yeah. It's more meaningful to me when I'm around my partner, even if we're not really doing anything. Or I hold hands with my partner. I'm going to go with the first one. Okay. It's more meaningful to me when my partner gives me a gift <laughs> or when I hear I love you from my partner. When I hear I love you. Oh, I do love you. Again, th- there's so many questions that are just the same of uh, when my partner gives me a gift. I can't think of you giving me a good gift. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's I, never happened. Do you know what I mean? Like, that doesn't, it just doesn't come into my head of like, I know. I don't want anything like that. And I think because we just spoke about all the love languages, yeah. it just seems to really stand out it here does, as we're yeah. saying. It's more meaningful to me when I get the chance to hang out with my partner. I unexpectedly get small gifts from my partner. <laughs> <laughs> like, hang out, like. Hang out. It's more meaningful to me when I get to do things with my partner or I hear sportive words from my partner. Do things. It's more meaningful to me when I'm able to just be around my partner or when I get a back rub or massage from my partner. A back rub or massage is something that I just don't think you do either. Did you ever ask me? <laughs> yeah, whenever you ask me. <laughs> yeah, so then that's not a good time to ask me. <laughs> um, I'm like, can I massage? You're like... Well, can I have a massage? Just think, okay, <laughs> yeah. neither of us will get a massage then. <laughs> no massages then. <laughs> Forget it then. <laughs> what was the first one? So it's massage or? I just be around my partner or massage from my partner. Probably just be around. I think the massage thing has like a... <laughs> it never turns into a massage. No. It's more meaningful to me when my partner and I kiss frequently or I sense my partner showing interest in things I care about. Probably kiss... I'm trying to think You, what do I do that you show interest in that you have no interest in <laughs> do you know what I mean I'm like if I mention to you about the FA Cup or something you're like oh Chelsea this and you take the piss out of it yeah but I listen to you a good bit as well yeah oh thanks I'm gonna go a kiss yeah but didn't I go to watch a match with you frequently frequently recently and you kept going on about how much you appreciated that I went to that. I did appreciate so that, So maybe yeah. that shows... Just because I didn't want to... I, I would have been alone otherwise. Okay. Okay, kiss then. So it's more meaningful to me when my partner works on special projects with me that I have to complete or when my partner gives me an exciting gift. <laughs> I can't think about any special projects. I'm going to go with that one either way because the, the special gift... <laughs> Like, I'd love a gift. I just don't know what... I, I don't know if it would have much meaning to me. I think I'd be more confused. Like, what's this? What is this? But what's the last gift I gave you? Was, like, the cooking school... The cooking class and the five-star hotel. That was Atlanta. class. That's that was nice really gift. nice, yeah. Yeah. So, it's more meaningful to me when I'm complimented by my partner on my appearance. I do that a lot. Yeah. Or when my partner takes time to listen to me and really understand my feelings. I'd probably go with that one because I, I always feel a bit deflective whenever it's kind of like, oh, you look great. And I'm like, oh, shut up. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I'm your mom or something. Oh, no, I, like, always just feel like, I always just feel like, 
Let's just move on. I don't know. I don't. I don't know why. Really? Always, yeah, oh no! Like I didn't know that. Oh my god, guys! You heard it here first. <laughs> this is like the time that I, I figured out that you didn't like being called guys. Mm. It's more meaningful to me when my partner does a bit more than their normal share of responsibilities we share around the house, work related, or I get a gift. I know my partner put thought into choosing. <laughs> <laughs> You've nothing to go off. Oh, the gift thing, like yeah. uh, the first one, because I think you do that anyway. Ah, my partner brings me a little gift after they've been traveling without me, or my partner takes care of something I'm responsible to do, but I feel too stressed to do at the time. The second one, because like anytime someone's coming back from a place they've been, like I don't care for a keychain or a Toblerone, like you know, like you love a Toblerone. I, I love it, but it's like. <laughs> Oh, I was thinking of you when I just got to the airport and had to buy something really quickly. Like, <laughs> no, you weren't. I like, got you this stick of rock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got you a pen from Malaga. Like, I don't care about that. Do you know, like, get me Fair. something. Give me the cash you spent on it. Like, yeah. That's way better. I'd take a fiver, thanks. Yeah. Revolute me. Rather than this fucking guilt gift you're trying to give me. Like. Oh, um, so it's more meaningful when my partner doesn't interrupt me when I'm talking or gift giving is an important part of our relationship here like I know they're focusing too much, too much on, on the gift. the thing is there isn't many other ways to say it yeah so it's been said the same way over and over, over again and over. interruption I hate that yeah it's, mo- <laughs> it's more meaningful when my partner and I are physically intimate or my partner gives me a little gift <laughs> 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 that they picked up on the course of their normal day intimate <laughs> So, like, would I rather have sex with you or some tiny gift that you picked up randomly during the day? Or I got you a little pencil in the shop. Yeah, fucking easy choice, like. Here's a penny I found on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It's more meaningful to me when my partner says something encouraging to me or I get to spend time in a shared activity or hobby with my partner. Shared activity. Even though you don't talk to me in the gym. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> what a dick. It's more meaningful to me when my partner surprises me with a small token of their appreciation or my partner and I touch a lot during the normal course of the day. Touch a lot. It's more meaningful to me when my partner does something practical to help me out. I hold hands with my partner or I sense my partner showing interest in things I care about. There's three. Probably Practical. Okay. Uh, maybe the last one I, I kind of like when you show interest in something that you, you clearly don't care about like so probably probably practical okay oh long ding, quiz ding 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 know what yours is I'd say it's going to be acts of service it's it? acts of service no way the one that you took the best out of me for well. as we were going through that I was like it is acts of service because I was thinking that comes out when you're stressed that you're like could you just do that and that's, that is acts of service. I never put two and two together. Yeah, but you're not very good at maths. That's true. We've always set up. So your top one is acts of service. That's 32% for you. All right. Then quality time and physical do- touch are both 29%. Oh. So they're both split. Is gift given like number four? Uh, yeah, 3%. I don't know how it even got 3%. I don't know either. Yeah, and words of affirmation are down there as well. Okay. So acts of service, quality time, physical touch. They're all neck and neck. Okay. All this podcast equipment afterwards, would you just clean it off? <laughs> You'd actually be doing me such a service. It'd actually make me feel so loved. Okay. So acts of service is mine. You're going to do yours separately. 
Yeah, I'm going to do mine now off air and I'm going to tell you in a sec what it is. Okay, so you're going to do yours now and with the power invested in me of editing, you'll be finished when I finish this hum. 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 quality time. Oh. 27% words of affirmation. Right. Okay, so hang on a minute now. We came into this talking about you being acts of service. Yeah. Turns out I'm acts of service. (laughs) Yeah. According to this quiz that won't fuck up about gifts. Yeah. I mean, yours is... Quality quality time, time. which I did know. Yeah, okay. I I do often talk about that. You do, it's always I just want to hang out. Yeah. And I'm like, we are hanging out, we're watching a programme. I'm just like, but it isn't quality time. (laughs) Quality street. (laughs) And number... So that's 33% quality time, 27% words of affirmation. Yeah. You're looking at me being like, now tell me how nice I am. Yeah. You're really nice. Oh, perfect. (laughs) <laughs> and then acts of service is 23% Physical touch is 17% Receiving gifts is 0% Oh you got 0 How mm. did I get 3% There must have been a sneaky sneaker in there somewhere Okay yeah sneaky that sneaker was, That was worded a little bit different Okay Well let us know what your love language is Yeah Do a little quiz do. We'll have it up on At Shitty Butter Pod mm-hmm. And we'll let you know if you're compatible with fucking, I don't know, uh, Pisces. We don't really care. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't yeah. mean anything. We'll let you know what the moon says about your love language <laughs> yeah. behind your back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go try these out. So you need to spend quality time with me and I need to do acts of service for you. That's shit. <laughs> you can start by making me a coffee. Okay. Ah. Ah. Did we just become bilingual? Love. Oh Oh my god, yeah, that's good. We can speak the language of love now. Yeah. Well. Well. Can we? I don't know. We're going to answer that. How did you think our week went? Good. I think so too. I think very good. I think we're in good form today. Yeah. We didn't have any fights this week, I don't think. No, No, we didn't. Which we've had probably a fight a week the last few weeks. Easily. We did go as to is. the gym a lot more this week as well. Yeah. That always makes a difference. It does, but we also didn't sleep well. I had my yeah, period. You yeah. were stressed at work. Mm. So like there was there was a recipe for fights. Fights there. Brawls. And it didn't happen. No, it didn't happen. Is it because of this? Like potentially. Very potentially. I could live like this. Yeah. I I enjoyed this now. I enjoyed this as well. I just cannot actually believe that I didn't realize your love language was acts of service before now. Yeah. I actually just can't. And I put up a question box on our Instagram being like, I haven't listened to our podcast. What do you think ours, our love languages are? Yeah. And your friend, Brian, said Gary's is definitely acts of service. No way. So he knows you better than I do. He does. Yeah. <laughs> I must say, yeah. Brian is a, he's a good man. <laughs> yeah, he he called it. He called it fucking hell. But I I I need to know. Do you take back what you said before when you were like, oh, 
acts of service that's so fucking handy or convenient or whatever do you take all your shit talk back about it i actually don't one single bit because because it's not actually your one it's something that you pull out when you want me to do something you're like acts of service is my love language it's like the second one isn't it no it was like the third one down or something (laughs) it's something you pull out your back pocket to be like i can't believe you're not doing that for me and acts of service is my love language So do I take it back? Not a fucking chance. Actually, do I take yeah, it back. Right, yeah, right. no way do I take it back. Um so do you think I did well with meeting your love language? Do you do you feel like your needs were met? I do, yeah. Like uh, when I was writing down and it's it's such a couple's argument kind of thing, because like I could think of all the things I did but couldn't think of all the things you did. Do what do you know mean? What I mean? You know when you're like I was kinda like, okay. How did I spend quality time with Steph this week? And I'm like, well, I did this. Well, I did that. Well, I did this. And I'm like, how did Steph do acts of service? And I was like, well, she did this. What else did she do? You little fucker. No, like. I'm not saying it to be a rat. I'm saying it. It's like, this is just a typical couple's argument where you can think of all the things you did. Yeah. Without fully and you're like, registering. you never yeah. do this. You don't. <laughs> I do way more for you. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah. But, um, did I you got, think of anything? Oh, yeah, well, I did, yeah. <laughs> like, obviously, you did fucking loads for me yesterday when I was sick. You make breakfast in the mornings. I kind of noticed a lot of the things that you do anyway, like cleaning up around the house and stuff like that. Yeah. Just making my life a bit easier. It does. It did make us more aware. It made me more aware. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. yeah it made me more good. aware of, like, there's, there's a lot that you do. So yeah. I think that was that was definitely a benefit. I just thought it was funny that it was like when you try to think of things that the other person did, it's such a couple's thing to be like. You can think of everything you, yeah, everything do, you right. do. Yeah, and you start to think you're just the better person in the yeah. relationship. So like I thought, I thought that was just that was typical and that was funny. But um, yeah. well, I, I definitely think you did. Yeah. I think the fact that we um, that we weren't fighting all week as well just kind of ties into that. Yeah, that's really nice. Do you think? I did or uh, held up my side of the bargain. Yeah. So Go on, give me an example. Then. I, I think you did. What I really noticed you doing uh. was when I tried to talk to you during like the working day. Yeah, when you're trying to burn the ear off me. <laughs> you you stopped and listened to me. I noticed it so much that I was like, oh like he usually doesn't do this. Like no. he's really going out of his way. Yeah. To just stop and listen to me talk shit. Like, Sometimes to the point that I'd be like, I, I kind of wouldn't know or forget what I'm saying. I'd lose my train of thought because I'm not used to you listening to me for that long <laughs> while you're working. <laughs> like, it's so weird for us to be sharing an office, let's say a fucking kitchen table pretty much. But yeah. When I used to work in an office, if everyone was talking around me and I just needed to get stuff done, I'd just go to a corner of the office away from everyone. Yeah. And I can't do that with you. I have to just be like, here, I I need to just, I need to get something done here. Yeah. But. Until you're taking a break and then. Yeah. You start interrupting me constantly. I'm like, huh? Yeah. yeah, You give me so much grief for this. Now you're doing it all the time. Yeah. I suppose I'm just just so good to have two different standards. I know. Yeah. And get away with it. Yeah. For being so cute. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I noticed you really made an effort. And all day yesterday, you gave me your undivided attention. Mm. As snotty and sick as you are. Yeah. You really did. Yeah, I, re- I actually didn't want to watch a movie last night. Did you not? No. <laughs> no. Really? Yeah, no, I didn't. 
I, I was like, geez, I can't wait to watch the rest of my program because oh. I was on the finale of the season. And I was like, oh, I can't wait to see that. Oh. And then you were like, watch a movie, and I, I didn't really say yeah at all. But you were like, what will we watch? And then you kept going. It's like, right, okay, we're watching a movie then. No, I'm glad I watched the movie. It was okay. really, it was actually really nice watching the movie and stuff. So I'm, I am glad that we and did it. Having popcorn together. But I did think to myself, right, I better do this for. <laughs> you know quality time or whatever. oh I'm glad you did because yeah. I enjoyed that just like cuddling on the couch watching a movie having popcorn yeah it was nice mm. it definitely was nice there was also Jesus I really it's just making me realise like oh my god you did the bare minimum thank you so <laughs> much oh. you graced me with your presence for an hour and a half to watch a fucking movie on a Saturday yeah. night yeah I, I, I can't believe I'm thanking you for that yeah no <laughs> That's where we are. Look, there we are. Um, <laughs> oh. I think there was also during the week and it was raining, you were like, oh, we sit outside and watch it. Yeah. Which that makes you sound really simple, but it was like being inside a cloud. It we're was so, class because we're, we're so, so high, high up. up. We're in a skyscraper. Like, you literally put down everything you were doing and did it with me. Yeah. That makes it sound like I'm a child. I know, yeah. It's mm. raining. Will we look at it outside? <laughs> yeah. But you love that as well. You like you listen to rain and everything. Yeah, yeah. I, I did like it. So sometimes when I was trying to do acts of service, I'd be like, the, the thing that keeps popping into my head is like, do you want a cup of tea? <laughs> I keep just offering cups of tea and you're like, no. Yeah, I don't really <laughs> drink tea. So I know, yeah. But I like just in a moment when I'm like, oh, he just obviously spent time with me there. Yeah. I need to offer something in return. I'm like, a cup of tea. Yeah, like I think the the things that have most of an impact on me are things that I don't have time to do myself or something. Yeah, I mean? like I've I planned out schedule for the yeah, podcast for the rest thing. of the year. Yeah, like, I really appreciate that, that kind of thing. Yeah, not for the rest of the year until September. But that's loads. Like yeah, things like that. I know that the, makes a big difference. Taking things off my to do list. Yeah. Love that. Like cups of tea are not on it. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like they're they're just not part of the to do list. No. So do you know what I mean? Like they're nice things, obviously. Yeah. But I don't really register them at all. Maybe I didn't hit yours as much as you hit mine. I think, no, I, I definitely think you did. Like I say, I think I was more aware of all the things. Like, the place is always Spotless. clean. Spot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right, well, place always pristine. It is. Yeah, it is. I hoover twice a day. Yeah, like, that's not just out of, like, trying to keep high quality. It's just because you love hoovering. I love hoovering. You yeah, love it. I like. love it. I love hoovering and then showing you everything I picked up. Yeah, I'm like, look at that now, and I only hoovered earlier. Yeah. And look at the look, and look the at dust the amount of dust. Yeah, I'm, I never care ever. I know, but I'll still do that till the I day know. I die. I know. I'll show you how much dust I hoover up. <laughs> like that's one of my one of the things I'm most looking forward to in life is owning my own Dyson. Yeah. Oh my god. Is it a thing that you'd, you'd rather buy for yourself, or you'd like to be gifted? Oh, God, no, I wouldn't know the difference between them all. Okay, right. <laughs> like, if you want to buy me a Dyson. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Know. I thought you meant, like, is it a bit sexist to buy a woman a Hoover? But I'd fucking no, no. love a Dyson. Like, it probably is if it's kind of like... If they don't actively love hoovering. It's your it's your friend's girlfriend's birthday and you're like, what'll yeah. you get her? I'll just get her a Hoover. Yeah, women like Hoovers, women don't like they? Women like cleaning and stuff, don't they? Just get her a Hoover. That'd be probably sexist. But I know you fucking love hoovering. And you just love Dyson. You love Dyson products. Yeah, I do. It's because I can't afford them. Yeah, true. (laughs) 
Dyson, if you're listening. Uh, James, if you're listening to this, <laughs> send us a free Hoover boy. <laughs> We've we're no fixed abode at the moment. Yeah. But we'll we'll get back to you. We'll get back to you, all right. Thanks. I think all of this made me really hyper aware of how much quality time is important to me. Yeah. That's the thing I need to keep me ticking over, to keep me from starting fights with you. Sorry to interrupt, but can we just wrap this up because I've got stuff to do? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> That's why I love doing the podcast. Uh, yeah. Because no, yeah. I love that you're giving me your undivided attention. Yeah, kind it's, of. It's just, look, you're lucky to get it. <laughs> I know. Let me tell you that. I know. I mean. uh, this makes me sound like a real dick. Like No, it doesn't at all. Like I'm the one not doing things for you. I haven't been doing things for you for nearly 10 years because I didn't realize how important it was. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> like the acts of service. Ah, I haven't I d- been meeting that need well, look, for made, 10 years. You made me a tea cozy before that I didn't use. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was good. Oh my God. Yeah. Hey, it's, uh, it's the middle of summer and it's roasting. <laughs> but your tea might be getting cold. Here's tea cozy. I oh, know. I think it was probably for my birthday, was it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a pure college present where it's like, I don't have any money, so I'm going to knit you something. Yeah, it yeah. was completely. And I got you a couple of things from deals as well. Yeah, probably uh, a voucher booklet that says one free kiss as well. <laughs> I think I did. I think you did, yeah. Oh, God. Oh, that's so embarrassing. Girlfriend of the year, everyone. Yeah. How are we looking on should I bother beans? I'd give it a four. Okay. Yeah, it's way up there for me. Okay. I like knowing what I can do to like make you feel loved or if you're in a bad mood or whatever to help. I also like you focusing on quality time with me because I know it's different for you. You're kind of like, we're sure we're together. Yeah. And you're happy enough just when we're together as I'm like, no, you need to drop everything. Yeah. And yeah. look into my eyes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I like that you're more aware of that as well. I just think it's just generally a nice way to live, to focus on those things. And I am 100% behind love languages. Yeah. Now, I started off giving it a four. Yeah. And then I was thinking to myself, where did it lose the point? The bean, let's say. The bean, yeah, good question. And I couldn't really think of it. So I was like, right, well, maybe it's a 4.5 then. But I was like, where is it losing the point five? Because it's easy to do. Very. It's free. Yeah. It does no harm and all good. Yeah. We didn't have any fights this week. So we've, you know, a little bit of proof that it's been good. Yeah. And I, I, I really struggled. Like I had all my kind of notes done on this, and yeah. then I was, I struggled with. I, I don't know why I'm not giving it a full five out of five. But I think for me, the point five is because I always heard of love languages as it's something that people are kind of fixated on, mm. and I thought there was more science or psychology or something to yeah. it. Yeah, you know, it's not a fix all. It's not a scientifically proven kind of thing. Anything no. like that. I think. If I was to dock at any point, it's from that. But the actual, if we're rating like rating it as something we'd recommend, can I take that away from it? I don't know. So I, I, I kind of struggled. True. I just didn't want to give it five out of five. I don't know why. It just wasn't. Uh, yeah, that's that's exactly what was holding me back was the whole lack of any studies around it. Yeah. And just that it's kind of, I don't know, it's a bit wishy-washy. Like it's it not, is, yeah. It's not like a really defined thing. And I think that was making me be a bit like, mm, no, I'm just going to take a point away from it for that. Yeah. But now that you're thinking that, and if I'm kind of challenging myself a little bit, I'm just like, 
I really like this. I really want to keep focusing on this. Same, yeah. I think for someone else, do you know if you're, I don't know, you're just a bit off in your relationship or you're not getting along or something. And sometimes it's kind of like, I don't know what to do. But this yeah. is like a kind of a tangible thing that you yeah. can do, like a logical step you can take mm. is to like look at this. So I think it's really useful in that way. Yeah. So yeah, maybe, maybe it is a 4.5. Yeah, I don't know. If it had more like studies around it. Yeah. I think as well, I can see how it could be the cause of arguments if you do kind of treat it as gospel. Do you know that to the way? Yeah. Like, I can definitely see that. That's true. I think you could, it could lead you to keeping score. Yeah, exactly. Like, like we were saying before, or someone else was saying in the research, it could lead to keeping score. It could lead to constantly trying to satisfy the other person through one thing only. And yeah all that sort of stuff or just putting all the reliance into this one thing as being the fix for everything. So yeah. I think it's only successful if you treat it as a handy little yeah. tool to keep us a little bit happier yeah. in, our, in our relationship. Yeah. It's nice. It's simple. It's I think free. no harm. Yeah. No harm, no foul. No harm, no foul. As well, I put up a poll on Instagram yeah. and the number one most voted one out of all of them, I think... The physical touch was really high. Yeah, I remember seeing that. And words of affirmation was really high in quality time. I think gifts was the lowest. See, that's it for this episode. That's it, lads. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode. Tell us. No, tell someone else. Tell someone else. Hey, you want to hear about this (laughs) wacky couple who tried love languages? (laughs) Just send it to someone on WhatsApp. You can easily share the episode directly with someone and that helps us get the word out Yeah, about the Shutter Butter podcast and that's the only way that we can grow because we are not sponsored by anyone. No. We're back next Tuesday for another episode of the SIB podcast. The SIB. We have a good one coming up now. Do we? A well needed one, let's just say. And I'll leave it at that. Mm. Okay, we love you. That was a little kiss on your cheek. Bye. That was a kiss on your forehead. <laughs> Bye.